Welcome to the Level Up Artist Podcast. We're your hosts, Adriana M.A. and Jackie Sanders. We're two art professionals sharing forward the advice and business lessons we have learned along our creative journeys. We talk to artists, leaders, and art professionals to demystify the creative process and discover new ways to succeed as a career-minded artist. If you find value in these conversations, please go ahead and subscribe. This will help other creatives like you find our podcast and you'll be notified when we drop an episode every Tuesday. So it's been a minute since the two of us have had a chance to sit down and just talking, you know, just talk about what's going on with us, art business, things that are coming up ahead. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. Just that today. It's one of those, uh, y'all love them, studio update episodes. <laughs> yes. And I feel like this is especially important because we are entering into that infamous busy holiday season, which for artists, we can really choose how busy we make our holiday season. We've talked about that in previous conversations. You can decide to have a million markets on your schedule or decide to take the time to relax with family. Something in between is normally what most artists pick. But especially with both of us having studios at ArtSpace, it's about to get very busy because we're very fortunate enough to have studios that are public-facing, which also means public-facing events during this holiday season. So if you're on either of our newsletters or seeing it on social media, you may already know about those. But in case you're a listener who is in the Raleigh, North Carolina area, we do want to make sure we mention a few events coming up because it's almost like every weekend or every other weekend we have events going on. So the first event is coming up on November 18th. It's from 6 to 11 p.m. And this is actually a brand new event for ArtSpace. They used to have an equivalent event about five years ago, but it's our new annual fundraising event for ArtSpace. So um, all the information is online, it's called Art Bash, but it is a ticketed event. So it's the only ticketed event coming up this holiday season, but it really is to support local artists, support the artists at ArtSpace and fundraise so that we can continue to have amazing affordable studios there, amazing community programming, and all of the amazing things that ArtSpace has. So, if you're interested, all that information is online and we will also link it in the show notes. So I'm super excited for it. It's basically going to be like a gala of the arts. There's going to be music and food and drinks. It's almost like a super, super fancy first Friday. Um, so I'm very excited and hope to see everyone there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited too. I never got a chance to go to the other galas. Um, the price was a little bit outside of my budget at the time, um, but I heard wonderful things about it. And this one is priced a lot better, I, I believe. Um, so I'm very excited about it. Excited to be there. I know Jackie will be there too. Um, and a lot of artists will be there and it'll be really interesting. Um, the studio doors will be open and people will be navigating throughout. So that's going to be super duper cool. I'm excited yeah. too to see what goes on auction as well. So that's going to be a very cool component of it Especially as well. for my micro gallery, there may be a few little Lego men in suit for the night. Who knows? No promises, but you got to wear your best. <laughs> we all do. We're all going to be all glittery, probably. It's going to be exciting. And then um, another thing that we have coming up on Saturday, the 25th, more details coming up. Uh, we're going to have a small business Saturday studio event, kind of like a appreciation event um, for folks that have been supporting us throughout the year. So more on that coming. And that's definitely free. Also free as always. It's the first Friday event, um, which that one falls on December the 1st. And that's going to be the last first Friday of 2023. So really exciting to see everybody there, especially for any last minute uh, fine art gifts that you are looking for. 
Yeah, especially for holiday shopping, that's the best place to go, whether art prints, art products, maybe you have an end of the year bonus that you want to splurge on, um, investing in some local art, this will be the great place for First Friday. And Saturday, December 16th, Art Space is also hosting a holiday market. So lots of events coming up. They're all going to be so much fun. And I know we're both excited to open our studios for them. But before we kind of jump forward to all of those events, we did want to take the time in today's episode to really look back a little on catching you guys up on what we've been up to. We've both been very, very busy um, doing lots of things in our studios, outside of our studios. So I'm excited to dive into it. So Adriana, we'll have you start. Um, what have you been working on? And especially like, what are some of those wins that you've been celebrating lately? So uh, I think the first, you know, thing that I've been working on, um, I just got back as we're recording this. I just got back a few days ago from my first overseas mural meetup, actually my first muralist meetup, um, where I got to network, learn new techniques, exchange ideas. And I've just come back with like all these new things in my mind of things that I want to try. Um, as we wrap up the year, as well as the new year, um, definitely when it comes to increasing client outreach for murals. So that's definitely uh, a big, a big ping on the map. Um, and a lot of what's happened since we last talked had to do with preparation up until that point. So something mentally I was thinking about was, okay, a holiday season, we've talked about this, instead of trying to make a holiday specific product or trying to put that pressure on, I had already made the decision earlier this year that I wasn't going to take on as many markets or as many events um, that coincided with the holiday. And instead, what I was going to try to do was basically do some of the work up front as it relates to making more affordable pieces that are easily giftable um, or things that I wanted to coincide with the holiday season, like the fine art prints and getting those tested and seeing what the test prints look like and things like that before going on vacation. Um, I didn't want to have to come back and then suddenly be like, you know, it's minus five weeks, you know, so to speak to Christmas. And I haven't, you know, I'm still finishing this and I'm still waiting for that. So I basically gave myself the gift of rushing a little bit up front <laughs> in order to have a break. And then now that I'm back and I'm starting to adjust, I don't feel as much pressure. So I'm really glad that I did it that way. Um, because normally I'm one of those people, I'm like, it's hard for me to take extended vacations a few days here and there sure but extended i just keep thinking oh i have to do this 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 and that so this time i just kind of moved some deadlines around did some of the work up front and now now i get to come back and be a little bit more relaxed i have some pieces on paper that are getting their fine like finishing touches so that's really exciting but it's something that in the next few days i'll wrap up and then i'll start putting them on the newsletter and things like that so that was really cool. That was like the biggest thing that's been going on for me. Um, oh, and that also included, uh, speaking of things working on, um, working collaborative, collaboratively, I can't say the word, in a collaborative environment, there we go, um, with over 20 muralists. And we created some really large murals. So that was very, very cool. Um, so that that has been the biggest thing that has happened to me, right, lately. And then besides that, or right up, before the the trip, um, one of the wins was a commission that I was able to work on that was actually really exciting. Um, it was to go above the bed um, of the client, and she's awesome. Hey, Sarah, if you're listening, um, to go above her bed, and it was in a very different um, 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for size that I'm used to like a little bit of a skinnier rectangle let's just put it in layman's terms so that was really cool how to adapt one of my uh, painting ideas into that format it came out great she picked it up just a few days before I went out of town so that actually worked out uh, worked off per perfectly I didn't have to have that pressure of oh no I have to finish this before I go or what if she's waiting for it I'm already out of town things like that so I was able to get that out of the way so I was fantastic and she was happy with it and I was happy with it so that was good um and then a few other wins um as of the time of this recording I just found out that four of my small paintings all sold to the same person which is super exciting um I've been getting a lot of commentary on the ones where I've been putting spray paints as part of the mix so they found a new home that just happened so I'm over the moon um, not that I'm not willing to separate my paintings, but when a little family of them goes together, it just, I don't know, it just makes my heart uh, skip a beat. Um, another win on the radar. Um, so I'm going to have a follow-up meeting with my new muralist friends. So that's going to be really cool. We're discussing where we're going to meet up and continue our conversations uh, that we started while we were overseas. And then also a few exhibitions. Um, some of them I've applied to and I was waiting to hear back and the answer was yes. So coming home to see the the acceptance emails, that's always exciting. Did have a few no's, but that's okay. Like it was fine. I didn't want to overbook anyways. And then um, one of them was an invitational where they were like, hey, would you like to bring some pieces? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, thank you. So those are always really cool. As you all know, I'm always like balancing 500 billion things at once. Which brings me to the struggle bit, right? We all go through it. Um, something that I hope you all get when you hear our episodes. Neither Jackie and I try to make this sound like it's a Pinterest perfect story or Instagram perfect because it's not, right? We have. I wish that would be a lot easier. <laughs> no, actually, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I think it would be the opposite. How could you appreciate the good That's stuff? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the part where I'm like, now, could we have it 90% positive? Yes, please. Oh. And that's usually yeah. how it plays out, I believe, um, where I choose to believe. So the one thing, though, that I'm struggling with a little bit, and I have been the last few days, especially since getting back, I did try to paint while I was overseas. Y'all know how I roll. I can't not not try. Um, and I've been trying to get back into the studio, but it's been about a month since I've been in there, which is the longest time ever, I believe, except pandemic times. I think there was one month in there. But outside of that, you know, it's the longest so I need you to haven't, like actively been painting. The what? It's been a month since you haven't like actively painted something. So I had the commission right before. Yeah, I did. I did. But see, that's different. That's the thing. Yeah. Like the commission to me was finishing something I had already started, but it wasn't making anything new. OK, so, so that like fun experimentation, no expectations where you can like really get in your own flow. Which I think is a valid yeah. point. I think there, especially as each of us develop as artists, each creative project does feel like fill up a different cup, so to speak. Some are more incentivized financially, and it's not that that makes it any less your work or that you like it less, but it is maybe isn't as fulfilling as true experimentation and play and like in the thick of it. So, and that one was great because actually she, the Sarah, uh, the client. Um, she gave me a lot of freedom. So I was actually able to do, you know, what I, what I envisioned. So that was fun, but it's different from having time, like you said, to just sketch, play around with clay or, um, 
I did do a little bit of digital drawing, but again, it's not the same. And and some of it, like being overseas, I had different materials, different paints. Like it was just a slightly different experience. So I'm definitely looking forward to getting back. Every time I'm like, I'm going to the studio today. I'm like, no, I'm still tired. Because um, the other struggle is that was a lot of people. And y'all, I am extroverted in small bursts. And that was two weeks of talking to a lot of people um, in, in another country, in another language, which Spanish is my first language, so that's fine. But um, it's not the language I speak every day. So it was like, that was a lot. And then to come back, now I'm like, okay, I'm readjusting from tropical environment to very cold or feels cold. And from Spanish speaking to English speaking, from a lot of people around to suddenly, as you all know, our practices can be a little solitary many times. Um, so it's that adjustment back to to it. But um, yeah, so it's a lot. But some of the main things is I'm trying to get back into the groove, right? Get back into the rhythm of things. Some of the main uh, things that I'm focusing on is I wrap up the season. And again, most of these already started or are close to finished, which whew, relief. Um, but it's the works on paper. Um, so basically affordable, right? Or uh, pieces of art or you know, um, affordable budget range. Um, works on panel, we'll see about that. I had a plan to finish them off, but I just sold all of the ones that I had finished. So maybe 2024 before I bring those back up again. Um, mm -hmm. I do want to do at least one more mural on canvas if possible. Uh, you've all heard me talk about at least two of them. So we'll see if I can crank out a third one before the year's over. And then super exciting. Yes, you've heard me talk about it. Yes, it's happening. <laughs> For sure, yes. uh, the prints. Yeah, yeah. So I have yes. five designs. I already got the test, um, the test prints, and they look fantastic. So that's happening. So I'm very, very excited about that. And we'll see if there's another mural in the works. So fingers and toes crossed on that one. Uh, we'll see what happens. But yes, that was a lot. Sorry about that. That was a little bit, uh, a lot. Jackie, <laughs> what have you been working on, and what are you celebrating? Oh man, I feel like it's very similar fashion. It also has been very busy for me, um, which as we mentioned, I feel like the holiday season gets that stereotype for being a busy phase, but from like an event standpoint, but over the past like three years, really every fourth quarter has been super busy for me from like an art making standpoint, which is a lot of fun, but it's also like a different type of pressure. Um, so I'm super, super excited because when looking at my art business, October, November, and December are definitely have been and are going to be my busiest months to date when it comes to my art business and the most profitable, which is also very, very exciting. Um, so after completing the Skate Raleigh mural on Capitol Boulevard here in Raleigh, um, I was approached by a local company to do a mural on their building wall, their exterior wall, which is 10 times bigger than the Skate Raleigh mural, um, which I am super excited about. Um, so they just approved the design this week. I will be starting painting ideally this upcoming week, but I'm hoping for some of those uh, peaks in heat weather coming up because right now when we're recording, it is very chilly. Uh, so hopefully on those random 70 or 80 degree days, I will definitely be out there. Um, luckily, the client is super awesome, super flexible with the timeline too. Um, so there's not necessarily a super firm end date to when they need it done. I, of course, made a promise of, I don't want to stretch it out over like three months or something crazy. But if it stays being 
20 degrees, there's actual like adhesion issues with paint on walls that are that cold. So like logistically, it may be here and there. But um, besides the weather, I am very excited for that opportunity, especially because it's right on Capitol Boulevard and it's leading into um, a mural project that I'll start in January um, that's even bigger than this one. So it feels like that natural progression that I really didn't see coming, but kind of going into that idea of just trusting where your energy is going. Um, mm -hmm. I'm definitely a planner. And so I love having like, okay, what am I doing the next month, the next three months, the next six months, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it definitely, this just taught me that even when times are slow, you can still be proactive and in investing in your creative process to gain momentum. Um, almost that like manifesting element, which I don't know, maybe we can do like another episode about that of like how to deal with the slow periods. Cause I feel like previous, the last studio update episode we did, I was definitely looking to fourth quarter being like, oh my goodness, I feel like I have like nothing coming down in the pipeline, like just a handful of events, which was fine. And I was like looking forward to a calm fourth quarter. And now it's like, oh my goodness, this is the most busy fourth quarter I've ever had. Um, because yeah, so there was a mural opportunity. And then um, as my micro gallery, which I think we've talked about it a little bit on here. Um, so essentially within my art studio at ArtSpace, I opened a tiny one foot by one foot by one foot art gallery um, where we have exhibitions every month. We premiere them at first Friday, just like all of our studios. Um, and they're all um, exhibitions that highlight products of the creative process. So sketches and um, journal entries, paint scraps, things that relate to my artwork, but are really focused on what are the things that don't get put on display in a gallery? What are the things that Instagram doesn't always see, right? Um, kind of where that magic happens. So I was approached by um, Artsplosure, which is an arts organization here in Raleigh. And mm -hmm. for an event they're having in December, they actually asked if they could have a second location micro gallery in downtown Raleigh, which is so, so exciting, especially because I'm so excited. It's going to have like a street facing um view so people like walking at all points of the day can go and look at it it'll have a little light side like my normal one does um and i think the biggest thing is because it started as purely a passion project like just to be a little bit silly make me laugh bring joy um into my creative process because i'm often unpacking a lot of super serious and um emotionally draining themes in my work which is a bit deceptive because it's bright bold beautiful colors um but sometimes emotions wise, it can get a bit heavy. So I wanted to kind of bring some joy back into it. And I think it's super helpful for people to experience that fun and joyful side of the creative process through that low stakes lens of little Lego people uh, putting together an exhibition. I also <laughs> share it on Instagram, which is a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, it just kind of reinforces that idea of following. Even if I didn't have a master plan for this micro gallery, like just I like it. I enjoy doing it. And therefore I'm going to pursue it. And people recognize that energy. And then this opportunity happens, which is amazing. Um, but as you're we saying, it also is thanks to marketing, what I'm doing, being proactive during those slow points, which yeah, we'll definitely talk about on a later, um, a later episode, because I guess the final win of this month has been seeing those more passive elements of marketing the social media newsletter, 
in addition to those two opportunities have also been wonderful in terms of sales. So having two of my largest um, purely like art sales to date, which feel like they were out of nowhere. Yes, yeah, it's very, very exciting. Uh, it feels like they're just like out of nowhere because someone responds to your newsletter. But then having to remind yourself, well, like I send two to three newsletters out a month for the past three years. So it's people that came to a first Friday a year ago. And even if they haven't been back to my studio, maybe they saw a piece and then building that relationship through the newsletter. Now it feels like the sale is out of nowhere, but it's really the nurtured relationship that I've built with them over the past year. So just mm -hmm. reinforces the importance of a newsletter. <laughs> if you are an artist who doesn't have a newsletter, definitely go check out our episodes about that because this season, especially with if you're doing markets, if you're doing events, even if you haven't started a newsletter yet, this is my shameless plug to all of artists. Just put out a sheet that says full name and email address. They don't know that you don't have a newsletter yet, but collecting the email addresses is key, key, key to all these in-person events. Yep. Yep. Um, and real quick, even if you just send three pictures of your art and one paragraph in an email, please don't do a group email. Use the service, which again referred to our episode about newsletters about that. Mailchimp, yeah. mailing mailer like there's so many of them um but yeah no that's a great reminder because like you said it seems like it's out of nowhere but a lot of times even if they just happen to see your things through the window or on one instagram post a lot of times they need to see your work many times before either a they make a decision based on how much the work is but also b sometimes they go i love it but that's not the one that's for me. Like, that's not the piece. So I'm going to keep a lookout. And then suddenly they see your email and they're like, that's it. That's the one, you know, it's almost like matchmaking in a way. Um, so yeah, definitely. Even if it's just a few pictures of your work and a paragraph of what they're about, but definitely during the season, do it, do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause people are also in that, like that shopping mindset, um, which is, the whole reason there's so many events because people are looking for holiday gifts. They're looking to spend those end of the year bonuses. Um, and so I feel like people's eyes are just a lot more open right now. Um, so you may as well have your images of your paintings or your products out in front of them because um, you never know. So don't make people's choices for them. Let them know their options and then they can choose from there. Um, so yeah, so especially for this holiday season, I'll be focusing on um, original paintings, but in similar um, mindset as you, Adriana, I know this mural is going to take a lot of my uh, physical creative creative energy. Um, so starting new paintings on panel in my studio space is not going to be a focus for me. Um, so from a sustainability standpoint, I'm trying to be a little conscious of that, but also not hard on myself, which we'll go into and in the sustainability check-in a bit later. Um, but especially trying to find that balance as I always am having a full-time day job and this full-time art business. And then of course, having this mural that's outside on site, those are all very time demanding things. Um, so constantly trying to stay balanced, stay ahead before I fall behind um, and doing a lot of time blocking, which means also having to communicate that with my friends and family being like, it's not that I don't want to hang out all the time. However, these are things that are a priority for me. So rather than just blocking all Saturday off to hang out whenever, like give me the two hour block that we're going to hang out because I'm filling in the other 
parts of the day with art business work. <laughs> so we're painting a mural. Maybe they can come out and, I don't know, have lunch with me while I'm painting a mural and we can have subs on the side of the road while I'm painting this wall. Who knows? Multitasking. <laughs> yeah, especially being, I feel very lucky that I'm also an extrovert. So a lot of the times these big art events, technically I'm working, but I feed off of that socializing time. Um, so some of them I can double dip in that way, but, um, definitely trying to be conscious of that balance. And especially in the studio, as I mentioned, focusing more on the art products than making new art. So I have my color catchers. I have my cards and stickers, custom color catchers, which have been very popular this year as well. Um, people being able to put custom quotes or their names on these window hanging color catchers and Similar to you, Adriana, rather than doing a holiday specific product that's like Christmas trees or ornaments or anything like that, I decided to make two quotes um, that were already made. So rather than having the price point of a, a totally custom color catcher, it's that middle tier point um, to where you can still get a lovely inspirational quote. Um, it's a custom color design for your window. So a very giftable type product that hopefully will be successful. We'll see it first Friday tonight. <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time, we're not going to put that much pressure on ourselves. And I think that's something different versus other holidays. Since we've known each other, this one, I think, has been one of the ones where we've planned and executed earlier on than on previous yeah. years. So it doesn't feel as But I think it also has to do, at least for my part, doing less events this year. So I think I think this is what we're going to do. I think I'd rather focus my energies on larger. What's the word I'm looking for? less less volume of um mm. things to do whether it's paintings or murals or events or things like that so less in terms of volume but more in terms of what's involved in each if that right. makes any sense so yeah. larger paintings larger things but to make the same amount of income it's a different mindset so instead of me saying you know, I'm just going to throw a quick example. I want to make a thousand dollars. How many ornaments would I have to hand paint for that? Or right. even if it's a product, how many of them would I have to sell versus could I put my efforts on selling this one painting that equals the same amount of money? So mm -hmm. that's kind of the a slightly different approach from other years where I was going for more volume. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, we'll report back with you guys uh, in the new year when we kind of talk about the yearly recap. We'll see how this went. But so far, I think this is kind of where we're going with this one. Did you have anything else to add before we go on? Yeah, I think that is a great point to make and that <laughs> our mindset this year is very different than previous years. One, because like you focused on getting your prints done before you left. So really that was like end of September, early October. Yep. Um, I created my samples for those custom quote color catchers back, yeah, like in August. Um, and then I just like placed my order for the inventory I'll have um, for the holiday season because I definitely, like, definitely remember in previous years, either right before the November 1st Friday or even like right before Thanksgiving being like, oh my goodness, now I need to make Christmas ornaments, which we've talked in previous episodes of trying to be as proactive as possible, um, which is also a note to for artists, if you're listening in the thick of the holiday season and maybe didn't do that this year, it is okay. We have all experienced that, but something to remember for next year of, okay, wouldn't it be great in July, August, September to already decide what you're offering and really just like what your focus is gonna be for the holiday season. 
Maybe it's growing your email list. So you want to do a lot of in-person events. Maybe it's a specific product line that you want to push. So your marketing for that is going to be your focus. Maybe it's my goal is really to network and to get three commission projects. Those are all very great ways to bring in income and to grow your network, but they're very different strategies. Um, And then trusting the decision that you make. Um, Of course, there's the reflecting after the holiday season, which we'll talk about in future episodes as well. Um, But also trusting that, oh, well, this artist looks like they're so busy with a million events. And should I have done that this year? Like the comparison game that we can all do. And I think that's one piece of advice I would give artists too during this time is you can acknowledge and celebrate other artists' wins without comparing yourself to them or um, doubting your own strategy. Because how everyone defines success is so different. And I think how people approach the holiday season is very reflective of what their like art business strategy is. So everyone's valid, but also we can all cheerlead each other on because we're all struggling with <laughs> sustainability and burnout and all of the things that happen during the holiday season. So we got this, everyone. We got this. <laughs> I know. I love that pep talk. Well, next up, we are going to be talking about how we share our studio uh, updates online and do our very important sustainability check-in. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by our Level of Artists podcast supporters. If you have gotten value out of listening to our podcast, please consider becoming a supporter for $4 a month. This podcast is our way of sharing it forward, and we get so much value out of these conversations ourselves. But producing a podcast isn't free. We have personally invested in podcast equipment and video editing software, as well as dedicate our time to produce, edit, and distribute a new episode every week. By becoming a podcast supporter, you will help us keep the podcast running smoothly and get access to amazing off-the-record conversations with seasoned artists, authors, art collectors, gallery and museum professionals, as well as industry leaders. These conversations offer even more valuable advice for artists at various stages of their career. You also get access to our artist community platform and our gratitude for keeping the podcast going. Head on over to levelupartisthub.com to sign up and become a podcast supporter today. Welcome back, everyone. So next up, we want to discuss sharing our studio practices online. How are you showing up, Jackie? (laughs) Oh, man, I... As everyone knows, I love sharing my process on social media, but it definitely has as I've gotten so busy over the past month and going into a big project like this mural, it has shifted a bit. Um, So while I was finalizing the design for the mural and waiting on approval, I did start thinking ahead, um, which I guess is also part of sustainability, but thinking ahead, knowing how busy it's going to be. So I already have my static image post for social media at least those like foundation posts talking about products, talking about events, those are all scheduled out um, through the end of the year, which is a huge, huge weight lifted off of my shoulders. Um, So for any artists who maybe are new to posting on social media or scheduling content in advance, I would highly suggest doing that because even if it's one post a week, knowing that, okay, I don't quote unquote have to really post anything. Those things are already scheduled, already planned is a huge, weight off my shoulders, which I'm very excited about. Um, I definitely want to focus on doing more Instagram reels, time-lapse videos of like events, as well as my mural as it comes to life. That is definitely one thing that I'm excited for with this mural, being a larger in size project, but also longer timeline project, is that I want to kind of 
use that as my creative outlet for video editing for, okay, what kind of clips and angles do I want to get? Because that is just one thing that I love doing. I find that as a creative outlet myself, which may mean that I need to invest in more video equipment is something I've been thinking about. Um, I do have one GoPro and my phone, of course, but even just for the skate Raleigh mural, I did all of it on my phone, um, which was great. I feel like the quality was good. But if anyone like called me or if I was, I couldn't listen to music while I was doing it, I couldn't return text messages. So if I'm going to be out there painting for several hours at a time, then I'd like to have my phone, uh, ideally. So maybe to invest in something like that, um, which maybe that could be a whole other, a whole other episode that we talk about the technology episode, technology behind art businesses and marketing. Um, but yeah, so definitely post more videos. Newsletters will definitely also be important in the next two months because as we talked about previously, um, people are in that holiday shopping mindset. So I'll really be focusing on more art products, giftable type items, especially because this is also the time that most people increase what they're posting on social media too. So whether it's products, whether it's Black Friday sales, whether it's just family pictures, you always get those like random posts from friends and family that literally have not posted in a year, but they'll share a picture of their Thanksgiving dinner or like share a family picture. So just like quantity wise, social media is about to be very saturated coming up in November and December, um, which I think as business owners, we need to think about. And that newsletters, yes, people are also getting more newsletters, but that way you can at least guarantee they'll see it. Social media, you can kind of get flushed out. So um, yes, ideally, I would have loved to already done a handful of YouTube videos that I have in my head. I would have loved to have restructured my website. Um, I have a whole like document of ideas on things I want to change, images I want to make. But I'm also giving myself grace and realizing that can wait until next year. I don't need to expect myself to do all of those things during the busiest season of my business. Um, so if there's all those projects of the, what if I did this, I wish I had done that. It's okay. If they're not done, everyone, we're all in the same boat. We all have to do lists that are never ending. Um, and some things it's okay to be like, that's for next year. So <laughs> how about you, Adriana? How are you sharing your studio practice online this busy holiday season? Well, there's the reality and what I'm planning to do and hopefully they will line up. So work in progress. Um, I'd have to say when it comes to social media, um, something that I'm looking forward to doing, I am not planned out till the end of the year, but thank you. Very inspirational, actually. I'm like, oh, yeah, I should just sit down and do it and get it over with. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah, honestly, um, even blocking off, like, whether a full day, whether half a day, set a timer. An hour. Yeah, I already edited the photos. That's the funny yes. thing. I've already edited the photos, which is the hardest part. Yeah. Um, and yeah. even have ideas for the captions. I just have to sit down, finish, and schedule. Like I have to do it. Yes. I know. So, I yeah. Know. yeah. So apparently I need to block off time on my calendar <sighs> to do maybe if I did like, I don't know, 15 minutes at a time. I bet I could knock it off in a few days, but we'll see. Sure. More to come on that. We'll we'll see if that works. Um, but there's uh, pieces that are available on my website, but then I was looking at my Instagram. I'm like, what? Posted this. Like, it's available. People see it in the studio. They make great commentary about it. And I've never posted about it. So yeah. those are coming. Um, I also want to start sharing a lot of times when collectors in person buy my work, especially if they're buying several of them. 
they'll post with the paintings or the sculptures, which is always oh, so appreciated. So those are going to start making their way onto the Instagrams along with some testimonials. So I'm excited about that. And then video, I've been rethinking the approach a little bit. Um, not so much or mainly when it comes to YouTube and what that's going to look like. So more to come. That poor YouTube has been sleeping a little bit, but it's coming. It's it's happening. Um, but as it relates to videos that will show up on social media, then there's going to be a lot more coming up. Um, not just of the recent trip that I took, but also I have been saving footage as I make different paintings and other mural projects I've been on. So it's a matter of putting them together and once again, just scheduling them out. So they're coming, they're coming. Um, newsletter wise, took a mini break on it, uh, mainly because I was so busy trying to upfront all the work uh, before going on vacation. So now I can bring it back. So that's exciting. As of the time of this recording, I just sent one out this morning. Thank you very much. Um, and the website, I've spent a bit of time actually making some massive updates to it. May not look like that from the, the upfront side of things, but definitely on the back end of it um, to make it easier when someone goes to my website to see what's available, what's sold, and to buy it online if they wish to. So basically making tweaks here and there on making the website a little faster and a little bit easier to navigate. Um, those hours definitely add up, but a little bit at a time. That's one I've been able to um, schedule out here and there. And then... We'll see. Uh, we've talked a little bit about delegation. I'm definitely looking forward to doing more of that. Um, actually, I think that's part of the reason that this trip was a lot more relaxed, was being able to delegate. Um, so that was really cool. To, so shout out because I'm very, very excited about it. But more to come on that. And I think that will also free up more time in terms of you know, what's showing up on Pinterest, for example, which I never really use, or LinkedIn or any of the other platforms. And I do use a social media scheduler called Plan Two Ends that technically it allows me to post in one and it, it posts to the others with some minor tweaks. So I need to explore those features a little bit more um, so that I can spread, so to speak, right? Um, spread where my artwork is being seen. So more to come on that. Um, I'm also exploring a platform that allows me to um, basically share more about uh, like types of work that I do, or in this case, murals. So we'll see what happens. It's too early on to talk about it, um, but other artists that I met up with were very excited about it. So if it works out, there'll be more to come. Um, but yeah, essentially a lot of it showing up online, um, to be honest with y'all, I haven't been prioritizing it as much because I've actually been prioritizing again, working on larger projects and finishing them. Um, and even some time to experiment as opposed to, you know, just dealing with the smaller day-to-day -day things, administrative things. So we'll see, we'll see. I'm still applying to different calls and different things. So um, it's just, I've spent more time, more computer time is like follow-up to clients mm -hmm. or for proposals or for exhibitions. Um, as opposed to time to say what I already did. <laughs> if that makes any sense, yeah. I think it makes sense. No, that makes total sense. And I think that's kind of similar to what we talked about earlier in that a lot of the times like restructuring like your admin system, so to speak, mm -hmm. like your newsletter structure or your social media, kind of like taking a step back, analyzing it, restructuring it, or like making that content for it is the great thing that you can do during those slow periods. So yep. in a very busy period, it's not top priority, which is obviously like the ebbs and flows of the creative process. So 
yeah, we'll definitely have to do an episode on that and how powerful that can be during the slow periods to create momentum during the busy periods, because oftentimes in the busy season, that can be the first thing that drops off, which is totally fine. Um, that is a thing that everyone faces, the ebbs and flows of it. So with all of those things, though, Adriana, how are you feeling from a sustainability standpoint? We always have to check in on that with the studio update, because as artists, that is super important. <laughs> Well, someone that works for like too many hours, but it's okay. Um, I talked to my therapist. We're still cool. We're still cool in terms of the amount of time that I spend. Um, no, seriously, people, if you think like you're overworking yourself, please check with your health, mental health professional. Thanks. There's yes. there's yes. the there's the tip right physical there. Health, mental um, health. Always do check-ins for those. So yes, for sure. At least a few times a year. Um, no, I feel like this last vacation, um, now I'm like, did I just rest for the rest of the year? I'm kidding. Not really. Um, but it was much needed. I wish I hadn't waited as long as I did to do something like this. Uh, I mean, certain things had to align for it to happen, of course. But I think something I'm going to do for 2024 is I'm actually going to schedule it out. I'm going to schedule out some time um and instead of pushing it down the road and then oh look it's almost holiday time i mean this one coincided with something somebody else was organizing so that's where the timing came in but um as i'm talking to other muralists that i met and them wanting to meet separately of the initial host then i'm like okay this is going to give me a little bit more time to say when can we make this happen um i'd like to at least quarterly take a few days off where there is it's either just focusing on art and nothing else, just focusing on business and nothing else, or neither, actually, which mm -hmm. is kind of refreshing. Uh, just being able to say, I'm just going to go hang out by the pool and do nothing else. Um, that was actually pretty cool. Um, Crazy concept. Don't do enough of it. What is that? I know, but as an introvert, I'm like, why? Like, I just rather read a book in my room. Like, you know, like, that's I'm fair. Probably what people consider rest is also different. So that's also a good thing yeah. to know. Yeah. Well, and it's different when it's kindred spirits. That's where the archivert side, you know, comes mm -hmm. into play. And I'm like, but we're all nerding out about the same things at the pool. I'm like, that's the perfect rare combination. So yeah, I need more of that. So yeah. we'll see what happens, obviously, but um definitely want to schedule out vacations ahead of time. Um, and then I want to schedule time off during the week. Um, I was pretty good about this last year, uh, doing like sacred Wednesdays and things like that, which yeah. it wasn't off completely, but it was a lot less of balancing left brain, right brain and everything in between. It was definitely a lot more relaxed. Um, I could paint, but it didn't have to, you know, turn into anything that had to be for sale later on. So I'm I'm thinking about how I'm going to bring that back where it's like no laptop, no iPad, mm -hmm. uh, phone, obviously for emergencies, but at least for half days or something like that. So more to come. We'll see. Uh, as always, you know, come the new year when we give you the year wrap up. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll revise these notes and see what happens. How about you, Jackie? Yes, I feel like it's kind of similar. Um, I'm good right now from a sustainability standpoint. Um, I have a few short-term trips visiting family um, that will give me some elements of rest. But going into especially this mural project and holiday season events, kind of being a little um, intentional with my time is going to be the biggest thing because my schedule is getting a little bit tight when thinking about balancing day job and art business and personal life, um, especially my volleyball league that I'm in that I absolutely love. 
it's like a built-in break off the screen, get outside, go socialize with friends once a week. That is wrapping up, coming up soon, which is good because it's going to be very cold. So playing outdoor volleyball is not ideal in that weather. Um, But I definitely want to, from a movement standpoint, make sure I'm intentionally scheduling that time. So as I've been busy the past month, I've definitely, I don't like the phrase like fallen off the wagon, but I've shifted my priorities to where the gym is often something that gets cut in my schedule um, just because I have firm deadlines that I need to hit and that's okay. Um, So I'm super excited to be starting like a new intentional gym fitness program. Um, So it's gonna be like eight weeks long, um, work out five days a week, but it's only 30 minutes a day rather than my previous program was like an hour. Um, And so if I didn't have an hour and a half of my day, I'm like, oh, well, I'll just skip the gym today, which I feel like can be that all or nothing mindset that a lot of us have, whether it's with fitness, whether it's our nutrition, whether it's with art making time to be like, well, yeah, I don't have an hour, but I have 30 minutes. So like you could still work out for 30 minutes. Um, So trying to kind of set my future self up for success with acknowledging that I'm going to be tight on time, but energy wise and creative energy wise, I need to prioritize physical movement for myself or else I'm not going to feel great after this busy season. It's going to blink. And then I realize I haven't been to the gym in like two months and I'm going to feel gross and low energy. So trying to set myself up for success with that. Um, so new gym program, plus also with balancing my day job and art business, it definitely has led to longer days of work, um, with day job work, obviously, and then going out and starting to paint the mural or designing the mural. Um, but my goal is really to try to stay ahead of work as much as possible. So if there are those days where I say I need to take a half a day and like not work on the art business or take intentional rest, I can take those half days and avoid longer form burnout than like just push Mm -hmm. through, like head down. It's that kind of crispy cookie analogy that we have talked about a lot where you put cookies in the oven and there's a very quick time period to where, okay, they're cooked, they're well done, they're perfect. And if you leave them in a little too long, the edges start to get a little crispy. But if you were to keep them in maybe 30 seconds longer, the whole thing's going to be burnt to a crisp and crumbling. So that's one analogy that we always do when we have these check-ins with each other and ourselves to say, okay, I'm feeling a little bit crispy. Let me take half a day off today and then get back to it tomorrow rather than staying in the oven for a few more minutes, because then I'm going to have a burnout that lasts three days where I can't work. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's the biggest thing for me is kind of like setting my future self up for success, which really has been that lesson of constantly reevaluating priorities, whether it's every week, honestly, even every day of, okay, what are my firm deadlines that have to get done today, both in my day job, in my art business, in my self-care, being like, if I haven't worked out in three days, that is a top priority today. Because if I don't do it for another day, it's not going to be good. Or having a deadline in my day job, or I said this proposal would be done in, in the client's uh, email inbox today, I have to get it done. So constantly reevaluating these priorities and all elements of my life, um, which has really helped. And then being able to say, okay, after those firm deadlines, what is the it would be wonderful if these three things would also get done. 
Um, so having that way to really evaluate my priority priorities has been helpful. Plus, similar to what you mentioned, Adriana, and what we talked about, like things that can wait until the new year. Um, I have already planned out in my calendar, hoping to stick to them. We'll see. Um, looking past when my the events are in December, um, and I know I won't have family commitments or a big workload blocked off two different days already. One for my like day of finances. So working on tax stuff, but also looking at where did my income come from this year with my art business? How much of it was art products? How much of it was teaching? How much of it was original art, murals? Because I think that information is a great way to like celebrate what we've done throughout the year to be like, look, these are amazing milestones that I've hit. And that you also looking at the numbers can be super helpful for then having a second day that I see as like a visionary planning day where I can really plan out 2024. What do I want my schedule to look like? What do I want my income streams to look like? Do I want to focus on studio time and building, I don't know, partnerships with corporate companies? Or do I want to focus on murals or focus on teaching? And like giving myself that time to plan those out, which again, it hasn't happened yet. So maybe aspirational, but at least having something on the calendar, to even if it gets moved, then I think that will be super, super helpful. Yeah. So I'm glad that you mentioned uh, re-looking at the priorities. Honestly, this is something that, um, especially in the last half of the year, I've started to do more and more. I keep the different opportunities, applications, deadlines, all those things that we balance on uh, something similar to a spreadsheet, I use Notion and Airtable, actually. And I've been reevaluating them. Every once in a while, I'll go in and just be like, um, do I actually really want to pursue this? Or is it a nice to have, nice to get, nice to be accepted into? Um, basically, is this opportunity going to move the needle at all? Or it's just nice for the CV. So I've been looking at that. And I think that, too, from a sustainability standpoint, it's something that you know, you as a listener, depending what stage of your art career you're in, especially in the beginning, you're going to add a lot of things that may or may not really lead to the kind of results you're expecting. Um, and it's worth trying things and then just kind of funneling out and filtering out what doesn't work. But I've been doing a lot more of that of like, okay, well, I put this on my calendar of something I wanted to apply to. Um, the deadline's coming up. What level of stress is it really going to bring me? versus the type of result that I think it is. Um, and if I don't think it's gonna be that much of a needle mover, actually I have in, in my spreadsheet, I created a category or status called skipped. Literally, I'll just be like, especially if it's recurring every year, skipped and I just move it. Um, and or I change the dates to the approximate dates of the upcoming year. And I felt that has definitely lifted a lot of the weight off the back mm -hmm. of things like, it is okay to put things in the back burner and or to shove them to another year and or to eliminate them forever. And that's okay too. Yeah. Um, and I love that idea. Of, up again. Yeah. And I love that idea of is the amount of stress that it will cause worth even if best case scenario things work out? Because sometimes the answer is yes. And like, if it's a slower point or you have the time, it's worth kind of doing that short-term sprint. Other times you're like, it is 100% not worth it. We're skipping to next year. Um, because especially I like to think of it too. Of It's not that you couldn't do those things, but one, mm -hmm. you can't, you truly cannot do everything, obviously, mm -hmm. which is an obvious statement, but we still feel like 
okay, no, but I'm different with this scenario. Like, no, but I can try. We We still still try try. to squeeze everything in. But I'd like to rephrase it with you're getting more crystallized and intentional with what your priorities are. Mm-hmm. And so not seeing the things of, okay, like I'm skipping this opportunity or I'm going to wait until next year, or this isn't a top priority right now. That's not a negative thing. It's actually a huge positive because you're being more intentional with the things that you are choosing to do to where the things that you are committing to can be better quality. You can be more present. If your focus is events, having the endurance to be out at an event fair all day it, from a sleep standpoint, from a fuel standpoint, from a social energy standpoint, those, like that's your focus for this season. Um, and so just being very intentional with where your time is going, I think is super important. So that's a great point, Adrian. Yeah. And also being intentional with what you're grouping together now that you said that, because I was thinking, I'm like, I met so many muralists. I don't think a single one of them does markets, you know, to be yeah. honest. I'm like, those are very different energies, very different price points, very different, like how you work with people, sales marketing tactics. strategy, like they're just completely yeah. different versus like a painting commission and a mural. They're not that different. They're both commissions. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about that too. So definitely last tip to leave you all with, if you're feeling the overwhelm, Evaluate what are those different activities you're doing and which of them could be kind of like similar energy, similar approaches versus which ones are just out of left field. And maybe that's the one you put in the back burner for now. Doesn't mean never, just means not now. And that's okay too, you know, free up the time um, to focus on the things that you are really excited about. But with that, we are going to go ahead and wrap up. Thank you so much to listening to our studio update episode. As always, our blog will be linked in today's show notes. We can find episode notes and links to all of our other podcast episodes. If you want to stay connected with us in between episodes, share your feedback, or have a question you would like for us to answer on the podcast, you can send those through social media. I'm at Mayart across all platforms. And I'm at J Sanders Studio across all platforms. And if you want to follow the podcast, we are at Level Up Artists on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.